Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, we are grateful for tonight, for the few moments that we have in your presence. We are grateful. In Jesus' name, have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. We thank you. In the name of Jesus, pray. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight is just a short, very short time here. I've been asked to speak for just a short time. No, I mean it. Well, I want to welcome those also online. Um, Let's see Facebook. Who is on Facebook? Oh, Facebook is there. I see First Love Center. And uh, Dag Heward Mills. All right, I see them also. On Frances. Very good. It's good that you're all there. Who else is this? Healing Jesus TV. Okay. Beautiful. What about the YouTubers? Are you there? I'm just checking to see whether you are all around. First love experience. No, that's another another one. Revive. Okay, this one is live. All right. Okay, revival. I got it now. I just want to see that everybody's around. Are you guys out there? Yes, yeah, it's. Oh, okay. Started 29 minutes ago. All right. So I can see more than a thousand people are online in different places. So you're all welcome to join. This service is going to change your life. Amen. But it's just a short service. You don't need a long time to change your life. (laughs) Yes. Being born again is instantaneous. That you are changed for a lifetime. Amen. So, tonight, by the Spirit, we want to Go deeper. Amen. Now, those of you on Facebook, I want to see the thumbs up and the loves and whatever so that I know that you are encouraged people, the likes, the hearts, and the shares. Please. 
Tell them sub- subscribe. Subscribe to our channel. <laughs> you need to subscribe, please. Otherwise, we'll not enjoy you. I'm, I'm looking at all those who are online. Please let the labs. I'm not seeing the labs and the, those things moving up. Are they going up? Like, share. But where is the place you press and the hearts and those things come up? Is it there? It's like this. But I'm not seeing any of them. Maybe my internet is not working. Okay. All right. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. It makes more people join. Because you see now, we are conscious of those online. They are more than the people that are here. More than. Yeah. Now, the Holy Spirit is real. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is here to touch your life and make you go supernatural. Let's look at John chapter 3, verse 7. It says, Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Verse 8. And the wind bloweth where it listeth. All right, but thou canst not hear the sound thereof. Thou canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. And so is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So, things that have to do with the Holy Spirit and the Lord, the Holy Spirit, um, what you are going to notice basically is mystery. Yes, mystery. The more the Holy Spirit is involved, the more mysterious everything is. So, if you take a message of a prophet and the message of a teacher, you find out that the message of a prophet is not so easy to really understand what is he saying. You see, like when you read Isaiah, you can read many, many verses. That's why people don't even read those Zephaniah and this and all that. Because you can read many verses and so you don't really know what is being said. It is because of the Holy Spirit. Once the Holy Spirit is involved deeply in somebody or in something, always remember a characteristic of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. The Spirit that moved when this earth was blank, covered with water and ice. And there was nobody here. And the Holy Spirit moved on the surface of the earth. Huh? And that's the power behind creation. How can you, a man who has failed in many exams, know about the Holy Spirit and what he's doing? Think of the exams you just passed 51 and you were happy. 
meaning that you don't know 49%. And you want to know about the God who made everything and so many mysterious things about God and about our creation. Huh? How can that be? And so, you see that when it says, a man that is born of the spirit, John 3 verse 8, thou hearest the sound, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. I'm just trying to help you to relate with the Holy Spirit and with people that have the Holy Spirit. Once you are born of the Spirit, that means you come of the Spirit. Look at the word. Born of the Spirit. Shame on you. Verse 8. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Or in other words, so is everything that comes out of the Spirit. Anything that comes out of the Spirit. You can't tell where it is coming from and where it is going. In other words, there's a mysterious element about it. That's the spirit world. That's the spirit world. And that's the Holy Spirit. So, when you listen to the message a prophet, you see that immediately there is something mysterious and not so clear. For instance, when I'm preaching in the revival service, it's as though what I'm saying to you is a little more mysterious. What are the points? Where are the points? Where's number one? And where's number two? And where's number three? And where's number four? You get it? It's a little more unclear. What exactly are we talking about? Oh, yes. And you see, you must not be afraid of the mysteries. In fact, the more mysterious, the more attractive attracted you, you must be to it. If I compare the ministry of Kenneth Hagen and Fred Price, I can say that Kenneth Hagen's teaching, see Fred Price's teaching are crystal clear. Fred Price teaches by taking a verse of the Bible and then he would take every word in the verse like Ephesians 6.10. They will say, B means you have to be strong. Nobody can be strong for you. Don't pray for strength. Be strong. You see, he explained it like that. You know you understand? Be strong in the Lord. <laughs> oh, yes. And it was clear. Very, very clear. But Kenneth Hagen... He, he didn't explain verses in that way. He read all his scriptures for the 
message, even if it's one and a half hours or two hours, I read at the beginning, he reads all. Because he was trained as a Baptist speaker. So that's how I think they, they, they teach them. You read the scripture, which is the basis of what you are going to talk about. And he reads all the passage. So at the beginning, you know that this is the beginning. And then that's it. Then he'll start telling you a story about his uncle or something. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> and it will go on and on and on. But you know, I found myself more attracted to Kenneth Higgins and Claire. I didn't find it unclear. Each time I hear the story, I hear another story. I hear the same story again. I get a little more detail. Even up to now, I keep looking for. It's as if there's something, there's something there. I don't know what is, what is it. There's something. And that reveals the extent of the load up of the spirit. Yes. On the thing. And therefore you can say and see the effect of Kenneth Higgins ministry even compared to Fred Price is far greater in terms of many people that see themselves as sons of Hagen. Including myself and Oyedepo. Bishop Oyedepo. And many other people who may not even really be so, you know, keen to mention. Many of us. When Kenneth Hagin died, there were thousands of pastors. His son said, there are more than 2,000 pastors here who have called him. They want to be ashes on the car park. They want to help during the funeral. They want to do anything. Say, oh yeah, pastors of churches of over a thousand people. They were his sons in the ministry. Because there was a heavy load up of the spirit. And you notice the heavy load up of the spirit by the mystery. Try to get what I'm saying from John 3 verse 8. That anything that is born of the spirit... You can't say where it's coming, where it's going. In other words, can't say where something is coming or going. It's a little more mysterious. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But somebody say, oh. We want to, want to come and see you in the house. No, you can't come to the house. We want, we, want to, we want to iron your clothes. No, you can't iron. We want to do, you can't. Don't be angry about that. You should be, ang- you should be thankful that there's more, more mysterious things that you don't understand or you don't see. Oh, yes. You may not notice me going around from convention to convention doing this or doing that mysteriously I'm here with children oh yes I'm here with children all these mysteries right they are signs the load up of the Holy Spirit. So don't be 
annoyed. Some people are annoyed by mysterious things. Eh, what is it that I want? Why can't we this and that? No. Once the Holy Spirit is there, all right, there's always going to be some mystery. Yes, something mysterious. How many minutes do I have left? Check. Amen. So, what a blessing it is to be mysteriously connected. Now, enter the Holy Spirit into your life and there comes what I call revelation. When the mighty Holy Spirit comes into your life, your life is going to become more supernatural. And one of the ways that the Holy Spirit brings supernatural things to your life is by the spirit of revelation. Isaiah 11. I want to come closer. Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. Verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. Amen. A rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. Amen. Amen. Verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. All and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor. Amen. Amen. Now, all that you see in verse 2 is the spirit of revelation. Revelation. Amen. Revelation is what is a mark of the presence of the spirit and supernatural things in your life. Very excited to know that. Revelation. What is revelation? Revelation is the drawing of a curtain. This way. Then you see what is behind the curtain. You say, wow. I didn't know all that was in there. And that is the mark of the presence of the spirit. When, when you see people sitting in front of something that someone does easily and they, they are there for a long time 
and they cannot do it. They lack revelation. That's why they can't do it. And there are so many examples I could give, but I don't want to give those examples. But when you see, it's like maths. You see somebody looking at the paper. Divide dx times this and that. And you times square root of this divided by this to the power 11. You are looking at the thing. It's like, oh, Charlie. I don't understand what to do. You lack the revelation to be able to solve that problem. Amen. So one of the things that the Holy Spirit does for you, which is all that I came to share with you today, is that the revelation of the Spirit. This is the details. And this is one of the things you must pray for. Ephesians 1.17. When you are praying, always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Wisdom and revelation. Reveal more things to you. The more things that are revealed to you, the more revelation you have. The more of the Holy Spirit you have. The more supernatural you are. The more fantastic your life becomes. The more unusual your life becomes. Now, if you take a prophet who can see numbers and look at you and tell you the numbers and tell you your age, tell you your name. You know, one, 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 one brother was explaining a certain guy who supports him in the ministry. He said he was sitting by him in a plane. Yeah. And then he started to, he started to witness to, to, to the guy who was, yeah. I don't know whether it's real witness, but he was talking to him. And as he was talking to the guy, the guy said, doesn't, he doesn't believe in this, he doesn't believe in that, and so on. He said, if I, if I tell you things that I can never know, will you believe? Yeah, just the two of them were flying in the plane. And he told him, okay, I'll tell you your name. He said, my name? He said, I'll tell you your name. Oh, yes. And he told him his name. He was shocked. He told him his age. He was shocked. He told him things about himself. That was the end. <laughs> oh, yes. The secrets of his heart. Yes. Yes. So, revelation, then you see that there's something mysterious about it. Because it's like, how can that be? How can... So, but that is, that is one type of revelation. And there are a minimum of 10 dimensions of revelation. There are a number of dimensions of revelation. And all those revelations are a sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit. But it is important that you seek more and more or more and more dimensions of the revelation of the Spirit. Amen. Now, I'm going to show you in the Bible a few of these revelations. Amen. 
Wow. Let's look at the woman of Samaria. That's a common one. John 4. And some of you are going to experience this. Oh yeah. Some of you are going to have this gift. This gift is called a let me see what it's called. It's called the person to person ministry revelation. It's one of the ten dimensions of revelation. When you are ministering to somebody person to person. Yeah. One to one. It's a person to person revelation. Now Jesus used this all the time. Many, many people don't know that what prophets are doing today is something that Jesus did all the time. In fact, almost every miracle he did, you find him doing something like that. If you look at this woman, which is a common one, there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Are you there? YouTube, are you still there? Let me check. Are they still there? Oh, yes. You can see them. They are still there. Beautiful. Now, there cometh a woman of Samaria to Jesus. And Jesus said to her, this person-to-person ministry, And the person-to-person ministry starts by talking to her. Hi, lady. How are you today? Can I have some water to drink? What did she say? For his disciples were gone into the city to buy meat. Yeah, send them. Those of you who don't want to be sent, can never be a disciple. Then said the woman of Samaria, how is it that thou being a Jew askest of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. So the woman immediately turns, hey, how come you are, you are even talking to me? Because they looked down on them. They had a lot of racism and prejudice in those days. Then Jesus answered and said, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him and he would have given thee living waters. You see, Jesus is here saying, I am anointed. And he's saying, there's a gift here. There's a gift. There's power here. If you, had, if you knew the anointing that was present, you'd be asking for this gift. Then, the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Verse 12. Are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle, I think she was a talkative woman. You know, she was talking. So, that's why some of you are not known because you are too quiet. 
Yes, you are not getting anywhere. No one is proposing to you because you are too quiet. Oh, yes. If Jesus was a bad man, I mean, he would have just taken advantage and gone that way. Oh, yes. Some of you have no friends, no one. You don't chat, you don't talk. You are beautiful, but you are quiet. Silent beauty. And then Jesus answered and said, Whoever drinks of the water that I shall give them, shall, that you shall give, this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drink of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in, it will, it will turn into a well. When I give you water, it will turn into a well of water springing up into eternal life. You see, Already there's something mysterious. Jesus is saying something mysterious. Oh, yes. Then the woman said, give me this water. Oh, Jesus was wanting this woman to ask him for something. He wanted to see whether she can receive. Or some people cannot receive. One time a pastor was praying and laying hands on the people. He laid hands on someone and said, receive it. And the guy he had laid hands asked him, receive what? <laughs> he just asked him right there in front of him. Receive what? Yeah, receive what? Uh-huh. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not. Neither come hither to draw. Jesus said to her, go and call your husband and come. You see, Jesus could have said to her, you, I see that you have had five relationships. And there's somebody that shouted, prophesy. Go deeper. <laughs> I just asked her a question to see whether she would open up. So the woman said, Oh, I don't have a I don't have a husband. Meanwhile, Jack was in the house. Jack Toronto. I have no husband. And Jesus said unto her, Yeah, you are right. You don't have a husband. The guy is a boyfriend. And he said, for thou hast had five husbands. And he whom thou hast is not thy husband. In that thou sayest truly that. In other words, there is some truth in what you are saying, but it's just a part. Hey. And then the woman said, I perceive that thou art a prophet. I perceive that thou art a prophet. she suddenly realized that she was with someone who was prophetic. Amen. Amen. And then 
He went on and said, our fathers worship, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Go on. And Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you don't know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Verse 24. God is a spirit. That's what I tell, I've been saying to you that God is in the real world. We are not in the real world. If you were God and you were creating, would you create yourself, make yourself to be in the unreal world and make others to be in the real world? This is not a real world. The cars and so they are not real. It's just metal. It's going to vanish soon. God is a spirit. Not that God is spirit. God is a spirit. The spirit is far higher to be a spirit than to be in the flesh. All those who have died and are now spirits, they are in a far higher dimension. Sometimes they see us, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they see what we are doing, sometimes they don't see what we are doing. When we are running a race, those who have died, those who are in the cloud of witnesses, they see what we are doing spiritually because they are the cloud of witnesses watching our ministries and our lives as we serve the Lord. So when you take certain steps spiritually and move spiritually, they notice it because that's what they are noticing. But if you marry again or you have a child or whatever, it, it doesn't, it, it, it is not, it's not important. You have bought it, you, got, you have bought, got a new job and it doesn't help. No. <laughs> They are watching us run our spiritual race. Yes. They are the cloud of witnesses watching our race. One time Kenneth Hagin had a vision. And um, in the vision, he, he went to heaven and he saw a lady. Um, a lady who had died. Right. And... Um, Yes. When she died, she died young and she left young children. Do you see? And then her husband remarried. So, when he saw her in heaven, you know, what it was was that her husband wasn't, her husband wasn't serious in the ministry. Or he wasn't serious in serving God. But when he became serious, he, she knew it. Yeah. But like his remarriage and all those things, he didn't, it was, I mean, marriage, and I mean, it's, it's very basic and base for heaven. Otherwise, there'll be a wedding in heaven all the time. Oh yeah, there'll be a wedding in heaven all the time. It's like always, always, always. So it was like, it's not a wild thing. To be married. But she noticed when he spiked up in the ministry and went forward. Then she noticed and she saw. So, so when he spoke to her in heaven, she said she had seen all those changes. But she had, the other things about marriage, remarriage, and all that, it wasn't anything important. Oh, yes. Verse 25. And the woman said, I know that the Messiah is coming. When Christ come, will he tell us all things? Verse 26. And Jesus said, I speak, I that speak unto thee am he. Huh. It's getting serious. Verse 27. 
And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man saith, what seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? And the woman then left her water pot and went her way. And look at what she said. And saith to the men, come and see a man which told me all the things that I ever did. Meanwhile, he just told her that she has five husbands. And that the one you are with is your boyfriend. You see, but she saw, you see, one little revelation, that's one of the things, one small revelation is as though, hey, my secrets have been uncovered. Yes. That's how revelation is. Just one little one. I see people here being anointed with that beautiful gift. Person to person ministry revelation. Oh, yes. I want to release all my sons in the ministry eh, to walk as prophets with revelation. Yes. Person to person revelation in the ministry. Oh, yes. You climb higher faster. You climb higher faster. And things that we did by going on person to person evangelism by one or two revelations the whole city the whole city look by one prophet's revelation the whole city look at it the whole city comes to the church so this is church growth look at it then they went out of the city and came unto him all the people 29 look at 29 again come and see a man and verse 30 and verse 31 quickly quickly 31 and they came to him in the meanwhile the disciple praying master eat oh and he said unto I have no I have you know all this I don't have me keep going keep going smaller and um, next verse next verse next verse next verse all right it goes on but you see that the whole city came yes uh huh Many of the Samaritans of that city believe on him. Now, this is church growth without visitation. Oh, Makata Balondarama. Church growth. Many Samaritans. Now, I want you to go higher in the ministry faster because there's not much time. There may not be much time. Do you see? There may not be much time for you to go from house to house, door to door, make banners for the city, Make radio adverts. Do t-shirts. Flyers. One revelation of the spirit. One word of knowledge is leading to church growth beyond imagination. Lift your hands. Father, open the eyes of all the sons and the daughters in this house thank you for power 
for person to person relation person to person revelation person to person ministry revelation all those watching on television Romigal Bonigali Bogala Blagada Blaga Bagabagzama Goboga Banali Shimandalada. All of us desire it, Lord. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Bagobaleshe. Paremazandala. Manbelbekes Peremindolomo. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It has happened practically. You know, the Bible says, desire spiritual gifts. This is, this is the main thing. You know, one time, Kenneth Hagin said that he went somewhere to preach. And um, actually, what happened was that he had a vision and Jesus appeared to him. All of you must visit the Korean and you see the Kenneth Hagin visions. And in the vision, he asked the Lord some questions about ministry. And he asked him that, why is it that when I went to this church, nothing happened? There were no miracles. But when I went to this other church, there were miracles. And he explained to the Lord, he said, Lord, I went to this, I fasted, I prayed, nothing happened. Why? Why did nothing happen? And the Lord explained to him, he said, you may fast, and you may pray. But if the people don't have a desire and faith, in it. Nothing is going to happen because these things operate by faith and by the desire. That's what the Bible says. Desire spiritual gifts. You, you can't have something you don't desire. Yes. And admire. Of course, if you don't admire, you criticize it. I find it the most amazing thing when I see people criticizing prophets. Would you not rather pray for whatever gift they have? Would you not rather pray for it? Oh, yes. Desire spiritual gifts. And it's, and it's actually, but especially, especially the prophetic gifts is the most wonderful. Yeah, it's the most wonderful. Father, I thank you for every hand laid on every eye is open. Thank you. The eyes open. The, the ears are open. Ha, barasatula, paramandalaba. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Sit down. I, I don't even know why you are standing. Because I told you that I'm just preaching for a short time. Are those on Facebook still there? Let me check. Are you checking? Check for me. Oh, wow. They've increased. Oh, wow. Facebook has gone up. Like and share. Press that. What is it? Love. Like. Press them so that it comes up. Because this is going to change your life forever. You see, your ministry is changing by suddenly if you become like a, a prophet, like even a pastor with person-to-person revelation. La Ramadusa de Beble Bacablabona da Bashamalada. 
And, I, and you see, one, one of the reasons I know that it's going to be something more common is because when healing started, especially with Benny Hinn, it was like in 1986 and 87, it was like there's nobody ever going to be able to see such miracles, such signs and wonders. Today, miracles like that, signs and wonders, is quite a common thing. Yes. And I'm telling you that just as healings became common and miracles in churches, testimonies all over the place became available. Fona Dalama Paramosalide. So the eyes of the pastors and the prophets and the servants of the Lord shall be opened and shall be seen things they never thought they would see. That seemed to be with some few people who have some magical talent and magical gifts. So it shall be common and there shall be one that shall say, I see, I hear, I know, I feel. And so it shall be. Many, many shall walk in this gift and shall experience this great gift. The greatest, the best. In Jesus' name. All right. Sit down. I don't know why you are standing. I keep telling you. If we go through, I want to teach you about this ministry, person-to-person ministry revelation. Because you see, it's far more common than you would think. If we jump to the next miracle, the next miracle is in chapter 5. And we look at Jesus there. All right? We see Jesus in chapter 5. Now, anyone who is in a hurry should just go home right away because I told you this is not a, there are no points. And if you want to write notes, I think you have to. There's nothing to write. Oh, yes. Now, in John chapter 5, you see Jesus going by the pool. And it says, an angel went down at a certain season. Yeah. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity for 38 years. Verse 6. Beautiful. Now, when Jesus saw him lie, And what? New. You see? Immediately, Jesus starts to operate in the person-to-person revelation of the person that he's personally talking to. Jesus knew that this man was there. I mean, you see all the people. How do you know how long anyone has been there for? And he knew this man had been there for a long time. And the man had actually been there for a long time. That 38 years is quite... 38 years... You know, you are older, it's older than your age. So, in Jesus' person to person ministry, he now manifests again the same spirit, the same gift, knowing that this 
You, you've been here for a long time. <laughs> it's like pointing to somebody and say, you, you came at two. You, you've been around for a long time. You've been in this church. If, I, if a visitor comes to this church and says, you, you've been in this church for a long time. Stand up. He said, yes, I've been here for 22 years. Uh-huh. I knew. Now, this is the next thing. You want to be healed. That's all. Because when you are a visitor to a church, how do you know how long everybody has been in the church for? How long have you been in this church? 10 years. How long have you been in this church? 29 years. How long have you been in this church? 17 years. How long have you been in this church? 23 years. Everybody has different. How long have you been in this church? Six years. How long have you been in this church? Six years. How long have you been in this church? Five years. How long have you been in this church? Ten years. How long have you been in this church? Twenty years. How long have you been in this church? Huh? Twenty-five years. How long have you been in this church? Twenty-nine. Everybody had different times. And not nobody is up to thirty-eight. How do you know that you, you've been here for a long time? Because why, what is that? Why this are five years, six years? And all that. Suddenly he points out, and Jesus knew that this particular man, he has been here for a very long time. And he said, come, you, you want to be whole. You, stand up. How long have, stand up. How long have you been here? You don't speak English. He speaks what language? French, you see now. But Jesus spoke to the man. And knew. You'll be knowing things as you minister. You'll be knowing things as you minister. You see, I'm teaching you how to just be like Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you notice that it's just one thing. The woman, he said, you've had five husbands. Oh, yes. You've had five husbands. This one, he said, just one thing. You've been here for a long time. Yes. But the power is flowing. Based on that, he asked her. You see, because of how the Bible is written, that he had been there for 38 years, it looks like common knowledge. You walk inside, everybody has a flag. 38 years, 16 years, 17 years, 40 years. Further. No, he just walked into the midst. The Bible says there lay a multitude. Can you put that verse there? There was a multitude of sick and halt and lame. In John chapter 5, in this lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the movement of the. So, among this multitude, he suddenly saw a man and knew something about the man, which maybe he didn't know about the others or didn't know about the, but about this man, he knew you've been here for a long time. And you see, this morning, I gave one of the greatest revelations I've ever given of my whole life. I don't know if you saw it this morning. Of my whole life since I've, I've been in the ministry. And I thought to myself, wow, what have I just said? What have I just said? I mean, if you didn't get it, I'm not going to say it. Oh, yes. This gift is being given to people. Some of the pastors who have struggled in the ministry because of the gift, it's going to be easier. But that's why you need to be solid and strong in the word because you will notice 
that when you have this gift, it makes you look like a magician. But actually, it's only one of at least ten dimensions of revelation. Yes. It's at least one of, only one of ten dimensions of revelation that you can have. I mean, you'll be amazed when I go into the other revelations. I hope we can go into some of them before we go to Cameroon. Yes. I hope, I, I don't know whether the group here is the group that wants to listen to such things. Hmm. If it's boring to you, I think you should just leave. Maybe those on YouTube, they'll be more interested in this. Chapter 6. I mean, this is just another one about, you know. When Jesus lifted up his eyes, Jesus went into a mountain. There he sat with his disciples. Verse 3. When the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh, when Jesus lifted up his eyes and saw a great company, he said unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Huh? And this he said to prove him. For he himself knew what he would do. You see, he knew exactly what he was going to do. He was going to divide the people into fifties. God had showed him what to do. Many times people are going to minister, God has showed them exactly what to do before they go to minister. When you go divide the people into 50s, make them sit down. Take any sample of bread and fish that you get and start sharing it. Yeah. He knew what he was going to do because he had a revelation from God on what to do. And the question he was asking he was like, so what, 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 any suggestions? What do you think we should do? But he knew what to do. Bible says, he said this to prove him for he himself knew what he would do. I think this is the wrong group that I'm talking to. I think. John chapter 9. Ah, this is another one. Person to person ministry revelation. And Jesus passed by and saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered and said, No, 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 no. And this is something Jesus knew. This man has not sinned, and his parents have not sinned, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Straight away, he knew this man has not sinned. No, he has not done anything at all. And his parents have done nothing too. So as he's going to minister to him, God has shown him, this man has not done anything bad. This father has also not done anything. And then he's about to minister to the person. Come, we're going to minister to you. Your father hasn't done anything. Your mother hasn't done anything. You are here because of the anointing. Wow. So in the person-to-person revelation, you see 
and you are ministering, but you are not just ministering, but you have revelation about the person. Yeah. You have a revelation about the person. You, there's nothing seen in your background that have caused this. Yeah. <laughs> Is it not amazing that Jesus knows something supernatural and then is ministering? Yeah. That's the prophet. The prophet of G- in Jesus ministering all the time. All the miracles, all the miracles in John, that John described have this Actually, most of them have. But they are clearer, very clear here. I know you, you've not done anything wrong. You have not done anything to be, to, be, to be blind. Because evil things have sources, causes, and seeds, satanic seeds. That's why sometimes we pray for the dissolution and the dissolving of those seeds. Yes. And then... Another one in John chapter 11. I don't know whether you really want to know these kind of things. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus. This is the biggest miracle of all. And you see the same thing happening here. And It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is what? Sick or dead? Sick. He got a message that what? He is sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. He's really sick. Please come. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness... This sickness, this death or this sickness? This sickness, because that's the news they had. No mobile phone, no text, no email. This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. That the Son of Man may be glorified thereby. Straight away, he knew that, whoa, this thing that is happening is just for some glory. I know about an exercise that is happening. Straight away, he knows something that he's talking about. But watch, it's it's going to get wilder. Oh, yes. Now Jesus had that. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Lazarus. Uh, and her sister and Lazarus. Now when he heard therefore that he was sick, he abode two days. You see, because of the word of knowledge that he had. So no, 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 no. I have to let you just, let's wait. <laughs> this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. So he stayed for two days. I think those on Facebook are enjoying this more than the people here. Then after two days, he said to his disciples, let's go to GDL. And then his disciples said, but are there not two days? These people want to stone you. And Jesus said, are there not 12 hours? If a man walk in the day, he stumbleth not. Because he seared the light of his His answers were mysterious. That means loaded with the spirit. Loaded. Loaded. <laughs> Don't be angry with mysterious things. 
What type of answer is this? It's a mysterious answer, but it's loaded with the Spirit. That's why these words are eternal words. This is the most published book in the whole world. John, the book of John. If a man walk in the night, he stumbleth. Then, after these things, he said, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. Now, he's got a message that he's sick. But he's about to minister. And God is revealing to him by the power of revelation some information about Lazarus. Lazarus is sleeping. But you see, again, he was mysterious about it. And his disciples couldn't catch the mystery. Watch it. Are you there? Look, I think I'm going home. You people are... Because I want people that are interested in these things. I'm a friend Lazarus. I'm going to wake him up from sleep. Then said his disciples, if he sleep, he shall do well. How be Jesus spake of his death. But they thought that he, he, he that they thought, are you looking at verse 13? They thought that he had spoken of taking of rest in sleep. So is it they really believed that Lazarus was sleeping? They don't know why Jesus was talking about Lazarus sleeping, although he was far away. So Lazarus is sleeping, he's resting a lot. They didn't, they didn't get the revelation. So now Jesus. Eh? <laughs> then Jesus said unto them, plainly, Lazarus is dead. Look, you guys, you guys are not good. The guy is dead. He's dead. He's a dead man. I've not had any message that he's dead. I've had a message that he's sick. But I have a revelation. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead. So as Jesus is going to do a person-to-person ministry, he has another revelation again. Just like how he had the revelation that this man has been dead for a long time. Just as I said, this one has been a husband. You have not a you don't have a husband. Just as he knew how to share the people into fifties and break the bread and into fish. He was having yet another revelation. And he said, he's dead. He's dead. And he said, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go. Then look at somebody. Thomas said, let us go that we may die with him. (laughs) These are people that sleep when you are preaching. When they are preaching, they are sleeping. They are not not catching what is going on. Let's go and die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Yeah. So it was the two days he had. Then he spent another two days waiting. And I don't know how long it took them to get there. By the time he got there, he had been buried for four days. But Jesus knew. I'm just trying to show you there's a prophetic revelation, spirit of revelation working in a person-to-person ministry. And 
you must see it and identify it. And it's one of the wonderful dimensions of revelation. And God has given it to my sons in the ministry. All my sons in the ministry. Your church will grow bigger, faster, mm, in unexpected places, unexpected people will all be part of your church through this amazing prophetic gift, the gift of seeing and knowing and hearing. Oh yes. Oh yes. Sit down, I'll tell you something else. I'm prophesying about your ministry. Oh yes. There'll be people that will join your church. Play some music. There'll be people that will join your church who will be far older than you. They can be your mothers, but you'll be calling them my daughter. Because they'll be your daughters. Not because of your age, but because of the anointing of the Spirit. People that will be old enough to be your uncles, they'll be your sons. You say, my son, uncle, so and so. Things that you haven't seen before that you can't imagine will be happening. Because your eyes are being opened to follow after Jesus Christ himself. To see and to hear and to grow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Things are just about to get easier. Things are just about to get easier. Things are just about to get easier for men of faith, men of ministry, men who follow Jesus. Receive power. Receive revelation. Receive grace. Luke chapter 5. And behold, Men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy. That means paralyzed. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him down. But when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude. Thank you. They, they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find, they went on the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, man, <laughs> thy sins are forgiven. <laughs> this is a wicked man. Is it? He saw that this is an evil man. Yes, this is an evil man. The man was the wicked man. And that's why Jesus 
Charlie, your sins are forgiven. That's all. Straight away, he was about to minister and he knew you are a wicked man. You are a very sinful man. And your sins are forgiven. Your church will be filled ten times faster. Oh, not ten times faster, says the Spirit. Hundred times faster. Hundred times faster. Hundred times faster. Kamala Sota Balanda Balanda Because you are ministering with the full equipment given to you by the Holy Spirit, guiding you and leading you. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Father, I thank you tonight for speaking to our hearts, showing us ministry and a new dimension. Thank you for prophets amongst us, people that are rising up. Many of us, Lord, not one, not two, but many, with the gift of revelation. The gift of revelation. Gift of revelation. The gift of revelation. The gift of revelation. The gift of revelation. Hallelujah. Put your hand on your belly. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, yes. Yes. This is for the young and the adventurous. Those who are ready to seek God at a higher level. This is yours. This is yours. You are not going without a sword. You are not going without weapons. You are not going without a gift. You are not going without the grace. Ah, he's going with you. He's going with you. He's going with you. He's going with you. Mumanda Madabamoshe. Mumanda Lamanamodoshideba. Mumbizende Bedijini Besevide. Paranema Borozoma Tenishima Nakataba La Mazandore Medezi Mandali Babadele. Paladari Medele Makapa Landobolone Medeva Nedelevede. Somba, 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 somba. Talamigede, 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 talamigede. Meteremi shularehima zamandalavala. Oh yes, we love you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for choosing us to introduce us something wonderful something glorious oh yes we love you we praise you thank you for you in the midst of us bringing much glory much beauty much glory much anointing much power 
much prophetic power. Thank you. Thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Now, very soon your ministry is going to be larger. You see, it's already a large ministry, but can you imagine your ministry is going to be even larger? Watching online, can you imagine your ministry is going to be even larger? Amazing. Because you see, the gift is suddenly being increased and like varied. You see, it's actually something that Jesus exhibited all through his ministry. When I go into the other dimensions, you see how much Jesus operated in this revelation, which is a sign of the presence of the Spirit. Something mysterious. Like, how can you know? How can you know I've been here for a long time? How do you know that? He knew. How do you know he's dead? It's very some way to say somebody is dead when you don't really know for sure that the person is dead. But Jesus knew that he was dead. He said, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's finished. Wow. May your ministry take up new heights with this. How many believe that you are going to be one of the people who is going to walk in this height? Oh, yes. Especially the young ones. Thank you, Jesus. I'm excited about it because you know, I'm releasing you to do wonderful things. To do greater works. Oh, yes. To do greater works. Jesus said, the works I do, you do greater do things that I didn't do. Greater things. Wonderful things. Yeah. Especially the young ones. If you are here and you are a young pastor, you know, I I can't talk for too long tonight for, for reasons that are important, but if you are here and you are a young pastor, put your hand on your head. Father, thank you for all the young pastors and the beautiful gift you are giving so beautiful, so lovely, so lovely. Who is Angelo? Is there somebody called Angelo? Oh, come. Thank God for the beautiful gift. Nobody's, come, Samia. Nobody's, and you are an example of that. Lift your hands. Nobody's nobody's that will be elevated to somebody's. Nobody's. That's what I hear in the spirit. Unqualified. And sought after. So shall it be according to the power of God on your life. Now as Angelo represents 
Nobody's. Nobody's. Becoming somebody's. So you shall also be nobody becoming somebody by the power of God. And when the Holy Spirit moves beautifully on your life, you will see what I'm talking about. That it was nobody becoming somebody. I thank you, Father, for nobody's that becomes somebody's. Please, careful. Thank you, Jesus. Absolute, listen, absolute nobody's. Watching online, absolute nobody, like you are nothing. When I say nothing in a certain way, yes, bring her back to me. You are, you, in a certain way, you are nothing. You are nothing. But you see, by a power that is very supernatural, you are being made somebody. 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 Receive grace. People that are nobodies in the spirit becoming somebodies. Oh, yes. I hear the word unknown. You are unknown. I hear the word unknown. You'll be known. You are unknown today, but you'll be known because of this gift. Receive the gift of God. Receive the gift of God. I see many people here receiving. Anybody who is falling down, screaming, anything like that, bring to me in the front here. Oh, yes. Father, we're grateful for the beautiful gift you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the beautiful gift you've given to us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Anybody with a church? All right. Who is this? Come here. Hold her. Hold her. Father, thank you for the power. Oh yes, leave it down. You know, this is a gift which is enviable. May you walk in that gift right away. Lift your hand and imbibe it. I don't know who you are, who is watching. Thank God. Word of knowledge in your life. Beautifully. Beautifully. Oh, yes. Oh, words of knowledge. Careful now. Careful now. Careful now. There's power here. There's power. There's power. Word of knowledge begins to operate. 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 
word of knowledge begins to operate word of knowledge begins to operate thanks 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 receive the gift of God 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 word of knowledge begins to operate yes you see your ministry is different now oh receive the gift of God receive the gift of God oh yes oh yes oh yes thanks thanks now take it you 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 are all being blessed with this beautiful gift oh yes 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 beautiful gift beautiful gift beautiful gift oh yes you all be called prophets palamashabu kababa paloziba di gomolande veshidolebere Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The unknown. Kayo, they come and pray for you. The unknown becomes known. The unknown becomes known. The unknown becomes known. Moledebrekeche. Moledebrekeche. Oh, yes. I hear, lift your hand and thank him. The unknown becomes known. Oh, yes. Unknown becomes known. Unknown is known. Unknown is known. Unknown is known. Unknown is known. Power belongs to God. 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 Careful now. Take it now. Take it now. Take it now. Take it now. Take, hold. Watch out. Balana Ramadoni Shibele Kibe. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Lift your two hands and breathe in the spirit. Breathe in the spirit. Your life, your ministry is becoming supernatural right now. Father, thank you. Thank you. There will be no dry pasta in our midst. No dry pasta. No dry pasta. Watch out. Oh, yes. Bashigo Labasa. You are for God. No woman has you. Listen, this young man, come. No woman has you. You are for God. No woman has you. I don't know what that means, but you know what it means. Oh, yes. Thanks. 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 Father, we are grateful for all that you are doing tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
sit down. Something else is going to happen now. Give me an offering basket. You know, I'm, we should have closed some time ago. But in the realm of the spirit, I see appointments being made. You are being appointed. Your eyes are being opened. And your ears are being opened. Angelo, come back to me. You represent something in the realm of the spirit. Oh, yes. Stand, come here. Lift your hands. You see, for the Lord will use you when you didn't expect to be used. You are nobody, but you'll be somebody. You are nothing, but you'll be something. It's not because of what you have. It's not of what, because of what you, what you have done, or what you haven't done. It's because of who He is. How I called you called you from a little corner I called you Fugada Musa Pata Balido Balikedede you will see supernatural things that are not of your doing but that are of his doing places that are of his doing that are not of your doing. Centers that are of his power that is not of you cannot be from you. Receive this grace. Receive this grace. Kolada Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. For he decides. He decides. For it cometh not from the east or from the west. But it comes from him. Matukahamaka. <laughs> Receive it. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Now, as I say to him, I say to you, says the Spirit. As I say to him, I say to you, same thing applies to you. From nothing, many here and watching, from nothing, you become something. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. It will not be because of who you are, what you've been, what you've done, and what you haven't done. It's only because of him. 
his glory for his name's sake. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you. I feel the grace of God being released. Lift your hands. Receive the grace from the unknown to the known. Receive it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Watch out. There's power here. Take it. Malosata balandolameke balandalema manchandolebakata. Oh, yes. Urakatas palashuri bele. Kombelide kese bele. Do you want something that is not of you, but something that is only of him? Then tonight, your heart must be open. Something that separates you and sets you aside and he alone is wonderful. He alone is glorified. Then receive it. Then receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Something that differentiates between your own abilities and his glory and his power and his abilities. Oh, yes. Thanks, Jesus. Now you come and receive healing. Come. This one. Oh, yes. Whatever form of captivity, I see you being set free from the captivity. Receive your deliverance from a kind of captivity. I arrest every creature that have held you captive in a cocoon that you don't belong to. Be free from it. Be free from it. Oh, yes. There's power here. Listen, lift your hand and just tap into that power. There's something powerful here. Something is happening. Receive it. Thanks. Bring it back. There's power here. There's power here. Aragada la majuli bagabalanda balanda baladebu kabazadele. Prodelevazo machino la zama kabazala. I deliver you. I deliver you. Ubakato baradino mukazama ndale lebede. I deliver you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Now online, somebody is receiving this wonderful gift. You are, your ministry is just glorious. I don't know who you are. But take it from me. Of the spirit I believe. Your ministry is just beautiful. It's just glorious. In Jesus name. Sit down for a moment. Now. Whenever it comes to. Ministry gifts. And we are. Praying for people. I always feel the need to treasure it. And I want us to 
give a special offering. I told you that it's a very, very short service. So I need you to give, but I want us to give a I treasure you offering. Because to me, this is the most precious gift. You know, one time I was talking to the Lord and I told him that, listen, Lord, I know you have so many things you've given me already to do. And I was asking him for something, but it wasn't, it was just something spiritual. And I told him that, Lord, just give me a, not, not to work. What you are giving, what I'm asking you for, I don't want it for work. Like when he gives it to me, then I'll have a new set of things that I have to be doing. I told him, just for pleasure. Just for pleasure. Yes, I just want to enjoy you. (laughs) I don't want a new job, but just to enjoy you. Because the jobs I have have a lot already. Oh, yes. Receive pleasure in his presence. Oh, yes. Pleasures forevermore at his right hand. May you have pleasures of the spirit. Beautiful things of the spirit. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This gift that God is giving you is a gift of knowing. And you are going to use it for ministry. I say, aunties will be calling you father. And you say, my daughter, Nina. Yes. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. It's a nice thing. It's a nice thing. Now, treasure offering. I want to take a very special offering towards treasuring this treasure. $1,000 or 1,000 CDs or 1,000, the number 1,000. Because 1,000 is to me a treasure. Yeah. So anyone who feels of the Lord, for me, I would give 50,000 to have such a wonderful treasure. You see, what people don't realize is that when God gives you a gift, there's no money that can pay for it. God has looked after me till beyond my lifetime. There's no work that I have, to, I have to do to live in this world again. Oh yes. He has. All my churches, if they decide they want to pay my salary, I need to live for a very long time to go around once. That every church will pay my salary once in the lifetime of that church. That's 4,000 months. 4,000 months is a lot of months. Oh, yes. A, a gift is, is, is in, in English, you say it's invaluable. Is it, I hope I use the right word, invaluable. It's like it's beyond value, a gift. If God gives you a gift, it's a gift that makes room for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, I love the gift God has given to me. Yeah, to, to plant churches, to build churches, and revelations. Hmm. 
anyone who has this treasure in you and you feel that God, thank you for a special treasure of ministry today. 1,000 of anything. If you are in your country, it's $1,000. I hope those on YouTube, yes, you see the sign there, giving, flowoffering.com. Just go to that and you'll see. Those who are watching online. It's not big enough. The sun should be a little bigger. God is going to bless you mightily. If you are here like that, you want to be part of that, come and sow your special seed. Is this Solomon? Where have you been? You are not around. At home. Come now with your 1,000. I feel a special gift. I want to say, Lord, I'm sowing into this and I believe in it. And I'm thanking you. Flow offering. Church offering. But this doesn't apply to everybody's giving flow. Okay. Show us the flow offering, yes. Flow offering, flow offering, flow offering. 1,000, quickly. I'm ending. I hope I came to the right group. Yeah. There's power here. One day I was at a conference. There was a man on stage. I didn't know much about him. As I look at this man, I suddenly saw death. And I knew that the man was dead. He was alive and he was speaking. I said, why is this man dead? Later in the afternoon, I went for another meeting. I saw the man again. This time he was talking to some people. And he told them, I go everywhere with my doctor now. He said, I was supposed to be buried. I was supposed to be dead. He said, I fly with a private jet, with my doctor, with me everywhere. I didn't know anything about him. But I was looking at him. I was sitting in the congregation. I was looking at him. And I said, the man is dead. He explained. He said he had, he was telling the people that he had cancer of the esophagus. If you're a doctor, you don't know cancer of the esophagus. It's not a good, it's not a good thing. I didn't know anything about him. I couldn't believe my ears. But as I sat in the place and I looked at this man, 
It's about his death. Death everywhere. A pastor told me he had a similar experience. He said he was walking in town. And he was just in town. And he saw a man in front of him. And he said, ah, this man is dead. He said, ah, how can he be dead? He's standing there. He's, he's, he was actually walking on the street. He was walking in front of him. In Freetown. He said, suddenly a car came and knocked the man and killed the man in front of him. Yeah. You see, that is the word of knowledge working. And sometimes you ask them, what is the use of knowing all these things? But it's the Holy Spirit having fellowship and what I was talking about, the pleasure. Yes. Not, not even for working or doing anything. It's just enjoying talking with you and relating with you. Your eyes are open. Anybody who is coming to the front with a thousand must come now. Now you want to come with 500. Are you coming with a thousand? Yeah, come. Come now. There should be some more people sowing a seed of a thousand. I think I, I came to the wrong uh, group of people. I don't think you are very interested in what I'm talking about. Yeah. Want to give 500 CDs? Come to the front and give 500 CDs. All right? Flow offering, flow giving. Beautiful. I hope those on YouTube are giving. Are the YouTube people still there or they, they left? I don't think they've left because check it out. Father, thank you for a special treasure of the anointing being given to everyone. In Jesus' name. I was not supposed to be here at this time, but I'm here. Father, bless everyone who is giving 200 CDs. Come now. I'm ending. Come now. 200 CDs as a special offering. And now, we want to give 100 CDs.
You want to give 50 CDs? Come right now. 50 of anything you want to give out there. Those of us online, YouTubers. What about Instagram? Are Instagram people watching? What about TikTok? Are TikTok people watching? Can anyone check our TikTok account to see whether people are watching? Please check our Instagram and our TikTok. I know somebody who has 600,000 followers on TikTok. Beautiful. Where, where are we now? 20 cities and 10 cities. Father, bless everyone who is giving tonight. Bless everyone who is giving tonight. Bless everyone who is giving tonight. Oh, yes. Bless everyone who is giving tonight. 10 CDs, 20 CDs. Can we have some more bishops standing in front here? Five CDs, 20 CDs, 10 CDs, one CD. Whatever you want to give, especially come everyone who is giving tonight must be giving now. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.